Welcome, welcome, welcome to Sage's Retreat Podcast. We're on episode 28 and this is a place for films, games and other stuff that we throw in. Our Back in Time section is back with a new year chosen by Lee earlier on. We managed to find a great film, but it's also a game, that's always the case. I'm joined by Lee as usual. How are things with you today, Lee? I'm good, thank you. Nice to speak to you again after your little trip. Well, I know you had a little trip away, I'm sure you'll mention that whenever you're yeah. kind of a missing in action for a few days as we've all been busy oh. at work and what have you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm great. I've had a um, pretty normal normal week. I've uh, managed to get a uh, hole in my hand from having oil spilt on it, and it's just uh, slowly healing. I know I'll, I'll lift it up. I won't put it too close to the camera because it will uh, no doubt defocus. Mm. But it doesn't look that bad. It's it, from there, but it kind of looks a bit worse to look at it from here. Mm. I got so there's oil dripped on it, and then it it I um, rubbed it straight away. And took the yeah. skin off the top, um, and then it's you, know, you get that kind of like that scab, that like natural plaster that sort of mm. comes on. So that was healing nicely. And then, did you see the honey when I put her in a shirt the other day? Uh, I did not, but I've not had it for like three oh, years. Yeah, so uh, there was a post on Facebook where we put honey in a shirt, mm. and um, as we were doing it, she'd like you know our dogs don't like wearing clothes generally, yeah. so she'd like. Yeah move one of her paws and as she sort of kicked out her back leg she managed to perfectly kick off the scab I don't think she touched any other part of my hand yeah. but she managed to put like a ninja she managed mm. to knock it straight off and I've not seen blood pour from my body like that in a long time I held my mm. hand up and there was two like as you can see in the camera, there was one trail down there, and another one had kind of gone off that way, and it was just like, yeah. wow! I look like I look like Jesus on the cross, <laughs> like, <laughs> and it was it was terrible, yeah. um, but cleaned it up, and it's uh, sort of back at the stage it was before. So that'll probably be a week or so before it's back to normal. But it mm. kind of hurts and stings, and it's like a it is quite painful. So, but yeah, that's enough of my injuries. Um, I. Uh, Managed to watch Cruella, mm-hmm. uh, which is currently at the cinema, and yeah. it was a uh, obviously you know Cruella. She's from 101 Dalmatians. The the villain, the villainess, mm-hmm. the villain, the the bad guy. The uh, did the... you uh, watch it on Disney Plus? Was it on? Uh, like it's on Disney Plus as well, isn't it? Was it, was it on Disney Plus as well? Oh no, just uh, yeah, just, yeah. Just, just just a trip out for this one as as per the usual oh, right. to watch. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, it was really good. It's got Emma Stone who plays uh, the young Cruella. It has Emma Thompson as the the kind of like the villain in in this mm. film. Um, I reckon it's one of the best live action Disney's that's been done. I I couldn't really pick fault with it. I thoroughly mm. enjoyed it from the beginning right until the end. It was there wasn't necessarily twists and turns. There was some stuff that you kind of saw coming. And it was not, there was no big shock. I, I've read some reviews and they're just they're, a lot of people are just moaning about it. I'm like, what did you watch? What mm. is it that you watched? Because if it's the same as me, then that was it was it was an okay to good film. Mm. It wasn't a it wasn't a one out of ten. As I don't know what the I don't know what they expected. Emma Stone, great actress. She um, she played the role really well. Um, I I. I I really enjoyed having this origin story because Corelli just sees this evil woman who likes to, who wants to, um, she wants to make coats out of Dalmatians, doesn't she? 
but mm. to to actually see, I don't know what they're doing with that the Dalmatian thing. They they, they kind of change it about a bit in because in the film maybe that'll alter uh, in that maybe she'll go from being what she is in the film to something else later on in life. Um, but yeah, I think the only thing that let it down would be the CGI of the dogs. Um, some of it was like, eh? hmm. that's not that's not Disney budget. That's <laughs> that's something else there. Uh, I mean, they looked okay. Maybe if you're a kid, you might want to pay attention. But having seen a lot of good and bad C- CGI, to see this made me sort of like, yeah, you could have done better on that. But yeah, yeah. thoroughly, thoroughly good, um, thoroughly good film. I recommend. Um, if you get a chance to watch it, give it a watch. I imagine mm. if the girls, if the girls like uh, 101 Dalmatians, which I think, I think is a film that maybe you kind of maybe watch years ago, but then you, you kind of forget about mm. it. Uh, yeah, well, well worth a watch. Uh, apart from that, I slept in a tent last night with Holly. She managed mm. to convince me to. Uh, <laughs> we have a small like two man tent, and she was like, yeah. "You want to sleep in the tent?" I'm like, "Well, not really." And then uh, she eventually kind of like. Uh, you know, you know how little girls do. They look at you and they like bat their eyes at you, and you're like, oh, "Fine, I'll sleep in a bloody tent." Mm. So I slept in a tent. I have not been so, that uncomfortable in a long time because we don't actually have a mattress, so we took a load of like covers, and it was it yeah. wasn't if at the right angle it wasn't too bad, but generally I was at the wrong angle, so it was mm. horrible. Um, the noises that I was hearing at night were pretty terrifying. Mm. Like I heard something like a saw. Like on, like imagine if you got like one of those long, you know, them saws that like your granddad has, you know, them massive long saws. <laughs> like on a piece of wood, I heard something like that. There was, mm. I heard two cats walking around, just little. You could hear them like little feet going around. Yeah. Every now and again, they'd touch the tent, and then I heard something making a weird noise, like, <gasps> and I was like, "What is that?" And I'm just, I'm just mm. in the tent. Like Holly was asleep, and I'm like, "Okay." Just go, just go away, and eventually it just kind of quieted down. But that was actually quite scary. It genuinely was quite like, oh my god, what is it? Yeah. Am I going to die in a two-month tent in my garden? Um, I didn't, so that's good. <laughs> that's that's good. Uh, so yeah, that's pretty much pretty much my week. Other than I did play a game um, called Kung Fu Jesus, mm. and I just want to recommend that nobody ever play it. Uh, I feel that that should never be mentioned again. It was like. It has this kind of like it's some kind of mystical kind of streets of rage with weird crappy graphics and it's meant to be like I think it's meant to be sort of crappy. If you ever come across a game called Kung Fu Jesus, I just want to recommend that you maybe you unless you like very strange games, uh then walk away. Don't even touch it. Don't mm. even touch it. So that that's my that's pretty much my week. That's that's my interesting <laughs> week, that is. Um how about yourself? I know you've been away somewhere. Yeah, uh, bank holiday weekend, and uh, ten, it happened to be my 10-year wedding anniversary. Well, it will be on Wednesday. Mm. Uh, and we wanted to go away, and uh, everywhere is extremely expensive, and you're not allowed to travel abroad or do anything like that. And I'm sure, like most people, especially that's got young kids, that they've been driving you up the wall for the last year and a bit mm. with the lockdown. So we just wanted to get away. So very last minute... Because we were planning on going to York, uh, but the hotel was like three hundred pound a night, and I was like, a "Bit too much, that." Yeah, yeah. I thought I'm not paying three hundred pound for that when I could buy an SSD that I want. So, did I didn't we didn't do that? We went camping, and it was considerably less for two nights. So we went to uh, Scampton, which is 
uh, in Malton, North Yorkshire. So it's like it mm. took about an hour and a half to get there, uh, just up the motorway. And it's a big, lovely, stately home. Uh, and they had a music festival on for two nights. So it was like going to Glastonbury, but without all the mud and the stinking portaloos and uh, idiots everywhere because it was sort of families and like, family oriented stuff. Um, so we had a nice time there. Uh, I, I, people that's watching can probably see that I'm a little bit red because I got sunburned quite bad. You can't um, see it that much, actually. To, I'll, yeah, only now you've mentioned it. <laughs> only now you've yeah. mentioned it. Do I? Do I? Yeah. Oh, you're such yeah. a white person, aren't you? Yeah. You're so white. We're so I am white. The whitest white person. Don't, <laughs> so. I I have a little bit. In fact, you yeah. can't really see it, but uh, th- there's like a red streak here. Yeah. And then the rest. That's brown. I've, I always yeah. end up looking like Neapolitan ice cream. It's always the joke mm. in my family at the moment. Because I always have my forearms out. I don't like my forearms covered up. Mm. So they're always kind of brown. Then yeah. if for some reason I have like a different length t-shirt on or something, I get this burn. Mm. Like my arms don't, my forearms don't burn, but my that little patch will go red and then it will be white yeah. at the top. And it's like, yeah. like ice cream. So yeah, you had a great yeah. time. Yeah, I uh, tried some lovely food because there was uh, like a five-star Michelin star pub that were near. Uh, that had like a proper chef so we went there and I had literally the nicest uh, cauliflower and pinia curry I've ever had in my life even the kids were surprised with how much they liked it uh, we went for a walk around some gardens we uh, what else did we do lots of stuff got some burnt more um, just went around um, I also on this weekend watched a new film um, that I'm going to recommend people to watch I don't know if you've you might have already watched it um, it's on Netflix uh, Woman in the Window, I think it's called, with Anna, whatever she's called, from Arrival, the uh, main woman. I can't remember. Her, her Anna name. from Arrival? I don't think her name's Anna. No, it's in real life, the actress's name. Uh, she's called Anna something. Um, I don't remember. Exactly Amy Adams. Amy Adams, that's it. I knew it was something going to be I was like, what are you on about? Yeah, <laughs> I, knew it that... was, I knew it wasn't that. I had to, I had to have a quick yeah. check, but yeah, Amy Adams, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's on that's on Netflix. And if you like thrillers, um, we a little bit of a twist to them. And it's it's got some big names in it, but only small parts, which is you'll have to watch it to see because there's twists and turns. And it is it's it's a very average film, but it's a very above average film at the same time. Okay. Uh, it's hard to explain. So it's 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 not a film that I'll watch again, uh, not for a long time probably. But I would recommend watching it because it's it's on Netflix and everyone seems to have got Netflix. So get a watch. I want to and... just jump on the film thing about Twish. You know, don't mm. forget whatever you're going to say next. Don't forget. I just need to interrupt. I watched mm. Predestination. Have you seen Predestination? Uh, no, it sounds familiar. Though. Came out in 2014. It's um, got a dude whose name is like the most unforgettable name. Uh, let me just. But you forgot it. I have every. I've, I've actually had. I've had to look him up several times. It's oh, Ethan mm. Hawke. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, Predestination, 2014. Uh, Ethan Hawke, Sarah Snook, I believe that's the other main characters, and mm. Noah Taylor. I'm not sure who that is. Um. I, I both enjoyed it and hated it. Mm. I, I've looked at some. Um. It's about time travel. And they're like agents, which like they like prevent stuff, stop crime. Do it's like a mix of different films that we've sort of seen before. But he, it, I don't want to spoil it because it's weird. Hmm. But it's like it doesn't make sense. <laughs> See, yeah. because you know, like it's that you know that um, 
I can't remember what they call it, not a parody, that's totally the wrong word. Um, you know that time travel thing, with it, like, could it all, it couldn't happen. Hmm. So can you go back in time and kill your grandfather? Hmm. It's that sort of a thing, and it's like... Like a paradox. A par- It's not a parody, it's a paradox. Um, hmm. Idiot. Um, so, um, could you? And it's like, it depends how you look at... It's, if you look at time in a linear way and only ever being one timeline, then no, you can't do that. Hmm. Because as soon as you go, so you're going to go back in time, you take your gun, let's say, as soon as that bullet hits your granddad, you cease to exist. Yeah? So it's like you can't do it. It's not a thing hmm. that you can do and carry on with. Now, the other way to look at time travel is that it all splinters off into its own everything has its own timeline every time it's like it's isn't that to do with string theory i think i might yeah, if yeah. there's anyone who knows about deep science and really understands it um feel free to correct me but everything you do you can do another way so like as my phone is here in front of me now i'm not picking it up but i am picking it up now but some it there's another avenue that splits off where I didn't pick it up or do you know what I mean there's this uh, mm. so there's that and if that's the case then the film makes sense mm. but as far as I'm aware they claim that that's not how the film works so I don't understand mm. it mm. and if you haven't watched it watch it predestination mm. it's a it's they say it's a one of these mind-bending sort of films I won't use the term that they use all the time it's like a, one of these that plays and messes about with your mind but it it only annoys me because i want to understand it a little bit hmm. and i feel like i can't understand it it doesn't give you enough information and looking into what people you know how you get with these people that like make youtube videos on how these things work or they figured it out None of them really give you a good explanation on it. So I, just, I find I've, I've now find myself a little bit disappointed. It's like these mm. these guys made this film, wrote this book, made this film. It's got this great idea, but it kind of comes from nowhere, goes nowhere, and it just ends up being broken for me. But mm. I'm like, I'll say good film, but for me personally, I find it a bit broken. And mm. carry on with that thing that I asked you to remember. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, PCs sorted. Uh, so that's sort of a good thing. Yes. Uh, so that's that's what I'm on now. Um, everything you working, can tell. You good. can. It looks tight. No, you can't tell at all. It looks no, the same as it before. But yeah, but yeah. same. It's the same camera, the same internet connection. Uh, but the games look beautiful from the games that I've managed to download. Luckily, I was away for the weekend, so my PC got left on to download everything that could possibly download in that amount of time. Yeah, I've still got quite a lot to download. Just need to get uh, that Star Citizen working if you can. Yeah, uh, as always, Star Citizen doesn't work, so um, we'll have to, I'll, I'll have a fiddle with it. I'm sure I'll be able to fix it. Yeah, it might be a simple fix. You were saying that your Elite Dangerous was loading properly, though, because it wasn't before, was it? Yeah, bef- uh, we t- I don't know if I said it on, on the other the one about the other cast about Elite Dangerous, about the Odyssey. Uh, I was getting a weird bug where the textures were, it's like they weren't loading in and you were waiting for them to pop in and they never did. And I tried it the other day. Things uh, looked like marshmallows, didn't they? Like weird. Yeah, it yeah. was terrible. But it was it was strange because the NPCs or like the ships or something would look perfect, uh, but then clearly like, certain the, things clearly they were rendered differently in some yeah. other part of the uh, 
the engine, but but yeah, the uh, <laughs> the environment looked terrible, didn't it? Yeah, I you sent me that picture, and I was like, "What the fuck? What are you doing?" Yeah, it like a really low res like image, and it was no. I've I've tried it now with new PC, and it looks beautiful. Uh, I mean, you can appreciate it for what it's, what it is, and what yeah, it, what it's going to be. Yeah, no, they just um, need to fix Odyssey now, and then make it beautiful yeah. for in general. Yeah, that would be great. I have. Uh, <laughs> I've also been playing uh, a new game that came out uh, beginning of the week, I think it was, beginning of last week, um, called Biomutant. Uh, now, it's, it's got okay reviews, some really good, some are mediocre. Uh, it's not a bad game. It's not the best game. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, I'll, I'll do a review uh, video and put it on. Yeah, uh, I'm currently yeah. playing it on PlayStation. Um, it's really, I, I really like it. I think How anyone would especially like it. Uh, because my PC was, was not working, and I wanted the kids to be able to play on it as well as me. So, can if, you do co-op on it? Uh, not yet, but I think from what I've seen, um, it's something that they're going to do. Well, you might be able to do co-op. I've not looked into it that much. I've not. We work and going away and everything. I've not had. I've, I've probably got ten hours on it at most. Okay. Um, okay. I've, I've literally just started basically. I have um, seen it. I've, I've seen it on um, various places. Biomune. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, the graphics are really good. Mm. The gameplay is really good. It's pretty solid. The story is quite. Um, it's very eco orientated. So it's it's basically all the humans have either died or gone off on like a Wally spaceship thing away and they've left so the Earth to So it's rot. in about, what, 100, 200 years' time? Is that what we're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's in the future and they've dumped a load of toxic waste that went into the sea and then animals for some reason have mutated and become sentient. Uh, so you play as like a sounds like a nondescript animal. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, it, that's exactly. It's, it's, you, it's weird that that came out not long since because this game's obviously been in development. Did you watch Love Monsters? Did you watch it yet? Yeah, yeah. I watched. I watched it. I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, that. solid film. Solid. Yeah. yeah, on Netflix as well. So mm. someone and we're not we're not sponsored by Netflix, but if you haven't got Netflix, get Netflix. That's where it is. That's where it's at. On there. Yeah. So I'll I'll do a review of it, but it's. If you've got kids, I recommend it. It's, it's very non-offensive. There's no blood. There's no swearing. There's no sex. Uh, but it's also an adults game as well. So there's you, it's, there's a lot of kung fu in it, which I like. Oh, uh, it's, it's my it's game. It's a kung fu game. Yeah, exactly. You, but they call it wung fu because all the animals have got like all the stuff like mixed up, muddled up. They call stuff like stonks or something instead of strong or I don't. Know, I'll, you, it's weird. Oh, okay. It's hard to explain. Uh, but yeah, I'd 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 highly recommend it. Uh, maybe not worth full price. Uh, I paid like fifty five quid for it, mm. uh, which is quite expensive. And I would I would have been more happy paying thirty five. I think yes. If I could have got it for thirty five, I would have been I would have been happy with that. Um, because I don't know how many hours I'm going to get out of it compared to the kids. Because I've I've got not got time, and I've also got other things to play. Exactly. Uh, exactly. But. That's that's about it from my week. Got good, got my PC being away. Got red nose, so I'm sorted. And I believe you've got some gaming news. I've got two little snippets, but I'll, yeah. I'll uh, reel yards off. Yeah, a few bits and bobs. Nothing, um, nothing crazy really. I, I, I rummage around various uh, places to see what we had. I found a funny one with Warzone. Um, obviously, in real life, you walk around, you get glare from the sun. And I was I found some Warzone footage, and people have been asking for a nerf to the sun, um, because, <laughs> well, not specifically the sun, because it, it doesn't happen all the time. But when you're in certain places on the map, when you look at the sun, 
it glares so much. You, you know when you was a kid and you had like a telescope and you accent and you would of course you looked at the sun, didn't you? You went, oh, hmm. oh, they said don't do it. Let me. And then you know how it was so bright. It's like that. It literally feels hmm. like seventy percent of the screen with this like massive glare, and it 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 doesn't come across as being. Um, natural at all and it was been there were some mm. buildings where it bounces off these edges of the buildings you know like you might get a glint it was yeah. so strong it was like okay that's broken so they've been asking for a bit of a nerf to that and mm. uh, i assume they'll they'll fix it because it's not it does seem it does seem broken and the, yeah. there's no problems with warzone as it is let alone being blinded by the edge of a building which probably isn't all that reflective um, yeah. CD Projekt uh, Red have um, come out with an announcement that the profits have uh, dropped uh, compared to last year. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077 is still not on the PlayStation Store. I had a feeling it had been it had been put back on, but not really been like big news. I saw mm. some mentioned, but it's still not on the PlayStation Store. And it's ages. It's been out ages now, hasn't it? Like it's been out long enough that you'd yeah. think that it fixed it enough. Is it six months? Mm. You think that they'd have it yeah. fixed to the point where Sony would have been like, "Yeah, you can sell it now." Do you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, mm. I, I find it a little bit, um, a little bit, a little bit bad, and clearly it's bro- a lot more broken than what um, maybe we thought originally. But they have mm. got a new game director coming in. Um, no more news on what's happening in regards to that. But whether the old one was sacked or left, um, mm. Remy just got fed up, uh, but they've gone. The other bit of uh, really kind of interesting uh, Far Cry Six. I do like Far Cry. I like going around settlements, murdering people, running around, uh, you know, get attacking convoys, discovering areas. I like I like Far Cry. It's one of those kind of like throwaway. It's a bit repetitive, but still quite fun. They've got two new characters in it. There's a sausage dog uh, called Chorizo. Um which he, this dog has because she's like a sidekick. So it's like an mm. animal that you could interact with and it will do stuff for you and help your missions, which I think is uh, something that they, they needed something extra in Far Cry because they've pretty much been mm. repeating themselves. It's, it, they've had that kind of um, Assassin's Creed thing where it's just the same stuff over and over again. So mm. Chorizo, um, he is a sausage dog. He's got no back legs. He's got like a little wheelchair thing at the back, you know, like support, mm. so that they do with them disabled yeah. dogs. Mm. And he's like, it looks, I don't think it's a puppy, but it's very small, really cute. Mm. And it does things like distracts guards by looking cute and yapping at them and stuff. And then you can obviously then use it to your advantage. And the other one is a crocodile called, I may butcher this, it's in Spanish, Guapo. Mm-hmm. Um, Guapo. Gu- <laughs> I was going to do some ridiculous <laughs> accent then, but I was like, that, I'll just that's a, fil- that's a film reference for you, that. That's, oh, okay. uh, the Three Amigos, the bad if from Three Amigos is called El Guapo. Oh, well, that means handsome in Spanish. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, the, He's not very. The crocodile can um, be sent to attack people, and also if you're doing a mission which it has um, water involved, it becomes extra dangerous because, of course, crocodiles water. You know, they kind of like they kind mm. of own that environment, don't they? Uh, you don't want to mess with a crocodile in the water. So that mm. has bringing a bit of an interesting twist to the new Far Cry game, which I quite like. Yeah. I mean, it, it does look really good. It's got uh, Gus Gustavo Fring from uh, Breaking Bad. As I, the, like main buddy on it. Yeah, and I'm gonna say I don't like him being in it. Um, oh. I don't mind him, but unfortunately, I associate him too much with Breaking Bad. 
and mm. it's that kind of thing where Breaking Bad was so popular and successful that mm. his face for me when I see it I immediately lock on to Breaking Bad and I can't mm. disassociate it's like having um, it's like having Keanu Reeves in, in um, Cyberpunk for me mm. it's that kind of a it, I don't think it's as uh, for me as immersion game breaking whatever as the Keanu Reeves thing I think he probably went mm. for that bike because he uh, but yeah, it's it's it's, it's 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 weird that you said that because I, even I just thought then is from I I've, I haven't watched Breaking Bad for a good number of years. Mm. I watched The Mandalorian not very long since, and he's quite a main character in The Mandalorian. And I my first thought is Breaking Bad. He, he plays like what's he called? Toff or Moff? Moff Tarkin? No, not Moff Tarkin because that's one of the original um, the original yeah. Star Wars bad guys. He does play an important role, but he's not. You don't see him a lot. But he is, mm. he is someone that's um, significant in there and he mm. is very much aware of um, Luke and stuff as well. So he has, I think he's got a lot more going off than what people uh, are aware yeah. of. But, but yeah, that's it for my few little bits of, bits of gaming. Yeah, well, I've got uh, two... Well, it depends how, how much you like Minecraft. I've got uh, one Minecraft bit of news. Um, they're releasing a much-anticipated... Uh, update which has been a long time coming and people's been wanting it called Caves and Cliffs uh, now I don't know how familiar you, you are with this one Lee because um, this is this is news to me um, this new update I thought that they were just keeping it as it is and just doing bug fixes they constantly no. with Minecraft they're constantly updating little bits adding little bits you look at the game now compared mm. to what it was you know five years ago whatever it is it's not obviously it's not a totally different game but it is it has evolved so much, so mm. much more. Yeah, but yeah, carry on. Yeah, well, this, this Caves and Cliffs one, uh, they're working on, obviously, Caves and Cliffs, and there's a new animal, which is a goat, uh, like a mountain goat, that headbutts you off if you get near it, so it'll knock you off the cliffs. Oh. Um, there's some new blocks and a new type of, uh, I don't know what, what the word you would use, entropy, maybe uh it's copper blocks so you can build the copper blocks and they age over time oh. which is it's the opposite of what happens to some of the blocks in minecraft you know like ivy will grow or trees yeah. will grow this one changes in a way over time uh so you can you can have buildings look different over different periods of time or something so that's that's what people's anticipated for i think more to do with the fact because the this coding is now on this block to be able to change it sort of backwards modders can obviously change that into something else to a block that changes into something else over time so it's that's i think that's what they with want. with modding you're more referencing towards the um, java edition and not the yeah uh, not the bedrock one aren't you but, uh, yeah 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 that'll be oh that much to see i did i was aware of something to do with caves hmm. to do with minecraft but nothing nothing else uh, just just yeah. it's been split into two and it's been coming for a long time apparently uh, so that's why you've probably heard it Heard it from. I don't know if what the other one's called, um, but yeah, you, you also get a, a telescope that's coming in, and there's uh, some other enemies, uh, axolotls, uh, which is those amphibian mm. things, and a glowing squid. Um, so there is there are adding new stuff, obviously. Um, but it looks it looks pretty good. I'm and, staring um, at news to do with it, and I'm seeing if I can find anything information. <laughs> mm. We're going to create a new world, scroll down to experiments and toggle caves and cliffs. Uh, Java mm. edition, something to do with Java. I don't know. That's not that interesting. Yeah, looking forward to it and yeah. see what's going off with that. I do like a bit of Minecraft. It's uh, probably one of the greatest games ever, ever made. Yep. 
uh, my last bit of news is a little bit sad. Uh, sad news. Sad in a, news. In a, for for somebody like me or you, it's mm. sad news. I, I feel. <coughs> Um, it's about uh, ROMs, which for people that don't know are basically the, the game files um, that you can download and then emulate, so you can play like SNES games on your PC or Raspberry Pi or wherever you want. Um, and it's it's obviously illegal. It's obviously piracy. It's a very um, grey area. If you own if you yeah. own games, you're allowed to run the ROMs, aren't you? So if you have a physical yeah. copy of Sonic the Hedgehog, you can mm. then have a rom of sonic the hedgehog that's been illegal yeah. that's been an illegal thing for a long time yeah, yeah but you can't you can't one of, one of the main stipulations is you cannot make money off from that yeah and we've got somebody if for the past few years basically since the mini nintendo the mini nes or snes or whatever it were that came out a few years ago yeah since that came out um nintendo has gone all gung-ho on any rom sites it's become increasingly difficult to get hold of any uh, Nintendo ROMs they've they've put put on a full offensive. I don't think Sega cares to be honest, I th- or any others. I think they're just happy that people are playing old games. Nintendo are very anymore. strong on their IPs. You yeah. cannot mess about with them. They don't. They don't. Yeah, it's it's, it's a little bit. It's uh, for a company that churns out basically the same game with updated graphics every couple of years. It's a bit tight. I feel. I um, I think they need a method of supplying these uh, these games, and I think that. The, it's got to a point now where people don't want to buy it for every console. You know, mm. you have your Wii, your Wii U. Everyone had like Super Mario World that you could download on it, and it's like mm. five pound, five pound, five pound, whatever. Why not just let's open it up? You know, mm. even if it was a, I didn't, I didn't say subscription service, but even if it was something that you could pay a couple yeah. of quid and and have, um, or maybe have you know like something on Steam where you'd have it would be like. You'd pay a tenner for the ability to play the ROM, but then each game was like a pound or something. You'd be like, I'll get these games, and then you've always got them. Or I don't know, they need to do something because they never. Hmm. There's so many old games that people want to play, but there never seems to be a solution on how to play them unless you download hmm. them illegally. Um, the bad hmm. thing for uh, Nintendo, which they will never get rid of, is. is uh, proper authentic pirating sites if people want to get these roms they're out there people will people mm. have them and if they have them they can distribute them yeah. they'll never win unfortunately mm. they'll never win they can only try mm. their best to control it um, and i'm not i'm mm. not angry at nintendo because it's their property essentially so i think they should be able to uh, enforce it but i'm just feel a bit disappointed with them yeah they, they always seem to they, they always seem to go a little bit a bit too harsh, I feel. I mean, this this story I've got here about um, about someone that owns a ROM site. I mean, I, I, I don't know if you are aware of this ROM site. I'm just trying to find the name. Uh, like ROM Universe or something. It it's quite called. a few, and they, um, you get them pop up, don't you? Yeah, it's. Uh, I thought it were going to show me where it is. I've I've, lo- I've lost where it's. Uh, where it tells me the, his name. Oh, it is, it's romuniverse.com. Okay. He was the owner of that, and he's owned it for 10 years. And he's openly admitted that he, he, these are his ROMs, he's distributing them, all this stuff. And then he's backtracked now, he's gone to court. But he's stupidly turned up to court to defend himself, which he should have just kept quiet, and then it would have probably gone away. Mm. Uh, Nintendo's gone after him for £15 million. And they want all the money. They want him to cease and desist. They want all sorts of stuff. But 
he closed the site down in October last year, I believe, and he did make money off of it, which he admitted, and then he's turned around and said he didn't. So he's he's played it a bit stupid, really. Uh, so you can't you can't blame Nintendo completely, uh, but the judges obviously ruled in Nintendo's favour, and they've put, they've said he's got to pay two point fifteen million. Uh, or oh, 2.15 million, I don't know why it's spelled like that. Uh, two like million, he's so got to pay got, two million, what pounds, dollars? Or does it matter? <laughs> uh, well, that's, it, it's it's dollars, but he's got his revenue. So 2019, he, he earned 30 to $36,000. Now, the reason they've gone after him is because he's offered a, he's offered a, um, like a premium service, you know, where they can download the ROM faster or they can oh. download more than one ROM at a time or something. Yeah. He's offered that, and that's why they've gone after him for this amount. They wanted fifteen million. He's not. He's not earned fifteen million. He's apparently he's quite poor uh, since the site got shut down. Because that was his. It was making eight hundred dollars a month, which in America is not a lot of money. Um, and he's on well, I think um, even in even in even in this country, it's not a lot of money. There's full time workers in America. Yeah, see, that's. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, he's on. He's on whatever they're job seekers allowance i can't remember what they call it um i think it's called benefit. just i think it's just um, i think it's just he's, called he's being on homeless and he's on food stamps yeah well we'll see what happens clearly yeah. clearly yeah, well he's, he's on that clearly he hasn't got enough money to pay it back so we'll have to might no. be an interesting one to to look at in a year and see uh see what's happened mm. with him yeah yeah and that's that's it that's that's quite weak again in gaming news i believe you've got some film news for us yeah there's one quick uh there's one quick bit of film news i wanted to mention and it was the amazon the giant of a company that that we all know and hate mm. i love tech so i don't even know the right words there um, they've brought um a studio mgm which is the metro goldwyn mayor studio for a grand sum of 8.45 mm. billion you know what i thought it'd be worth more than that um 97 years old that studio is they own James Bond Rocky there's also a slew of other ones so they've got like Tomb Raider Robocop uh, Pink Panther Mm -hmm. Legally Blonde if anyone cares Silence of the Lambs Handmaid's Tale Fargo Vikings they're all they're all in it and yeah what what's going to happen to all these films now is it a case of are they going to be putting them in a gate is it a, is it a case of having to have amazon prime to watch these films because that's what they'll do mm. they'll lock them up and they'll say you want to watch them you have to have amazon prime it's another mm. <clears throat> as much as i'd like to be able to have a service but if they if the james bond films were on amazon that'd be great because i could just start the start the, <laughs> the earliest one yeah. make my way through and watch them all i'm actually i'm actually not too bothered about that because we have Amazon Prime anyway, so it's not a big issue. But there's mm. a lot of people where you know maybe use every now and again you saw these films on normal, um, normal TV or whatever. Are they going to lock them away? Are they going to allow them out? Are they going to be uh, unaccessible to people that don't have Prime? Because I think if that's the case, it's just another, it's just another way to to fleece people of money and um, split up this. It was great when there was just Netflix and like Love Film, if you remember Love Film, but then suddenly it was like, that was fine, having these two, but then suddenly it's like, other companies was like, bam, 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 bam. Now there's like, probably six or so, there's probably a few, main, like three or four main ones, and there's all these other ones, uh, mm. and it's just it's just making it so people can't watch stuff, you know? Let's get back to four or five channels on your TV, 
and you still have to go blockbuster to get your videos. And we're, we're back. We're back. Uh, we're back to the best era of time. That's um, all I've got for film uh, film news. Did you, did you have anything for that? Uh, no, nothing other than that. Cruella de Vil were at the yes. Film, you've you've already been seeing it. So. Yeah, there's lots of uh, other bits and bobs in regards to films, but nothing I really wanted to bother talking about. Yeah. Just interesting stuff. So we're going to quickly jump onto our section, our new section, which is uh, brilliantly called Back in Time. Uh, we are jumping back. I was I was going to save the year till the end, but. I'm just going to tell you, just so you're not sitting there thinking. We're looking at 1998. How old were mm-hmm. you, 1998? I was 12. 12, 12 years old. years old. Little baby mm-hmm. Nathan there. Yep. I nearly said it in his nappy, but that, you, they weren't... <laughs> no, I, I, it was just going to come out, and then I was like, no, yeah. it wasn't no, Lee, wasn't in a nappy. Mm. Uh, 1998, I was... Ooh, like 18 mid 30s yeah yeah mid 30s I was like 18 or something like that um, in the news two things I mentioned in the news so the Europeans agreed on a single currency the euro May 3rd 1998 and you've probably heard of the Unabomber haven't you mm-hmm. uh, he was sentenced to, to four life terms May the 4th oh, that was the two was big there. I had a little look to see what the two you know, the couple of the big things, and that's the ones that popped mm. up all the time, so I thought I would mention them. The game that we've got of this year is called Jazz Jackrabbit 2. Now, there was a number one, but I haven't heard of any of them. Have you heard of Jazz Jackrabbit? I, I don't believe I have. Uh, I feel as though... Uh, I think you need to Google it right now. Have a quick look. I, that's, what, that's what I'm doing. Jazz Jackrabbit was this space-fearing rabbit with, like, laser guns. Now, do you remember, if I'll read the description, a platform game produced by Epic Mega Games. It was released 1998 for PCs, running Windows, and later for Macintosh computers. Mm-hmm. Like the first game, Jazz Jack Rabbit, Jazz Rabbit 2 is a side-scrolling platform game that features additional multiplayer options, including the ability to play over LAN or the internet. So it was pushing that um, computer-to-computer uh, gaming experience, which is obviously what we're used to now. So that's, I think that's really interesting that they're doing that. Um, Epic Mega Games actually became Epic Games, uh, the very same Epic that make Fortnite, which um, I'm sure all the 12-year-olds are familiar with. So mm-hmm. do you remember Bucky O'Hare? Uh, I was just about to sing the theme tune then. <laughs> oh, no, yes, I do. Oh, the theme. Your hair. It's such a I good love, theme. I tune. loved it. It's so. I used to really enjoy. It. I kind of forgot it for a few years, but then um, I came across it a while ago, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that was so good." It's a cartoon that I do generally just forget, but it was, it was, uh, it was funny. He was a bit. You know what it was? It reminds. It's like Guardians of the Galaxy now. You know, that kind yeah. of, like, mixture of characters in the spaceship going... It was yeah. also the spaceship was called... Can you remember? Uh, it's such no. a good name. The Righteous Indignation. Oh, yeah. Oh, what is going yeah. on with that name? It's so good. Mm. Um, looking at some footage of the game, I've never played it, but looking at some footage of the game, it reminds me definitely of, like, Earthworm Jim, that kind of bouncing from yeah. platform to platform, but with a weapon. Uh, it definitely steals a lot of platform elements. Yeah. From... It looks a bit like Battletoads. That's what it reminded me of. Yeah, it has that 
But the fact you look at Bucky here though, and you look at Jazz Jackrabbit, which I really don't mm. like saying. It sounds like I'm talking about something totally different. You look at Jazz Jackrabbit and Bucky here. It's a total ripoff, a total utter mm, yeah. like disappointing. Like a green, say it's a green rabbit with like a, some sort of red armor. I'm like, soon as I throw it, it's Bucky mm. here. Oh no, it's not. It's Jazz Jackrabbit. And no, even better, Jazz Jackrabbit too. Um, it looks like the game a game I'd play, but then just get bored of. To be honest with you, um, mm. it did come with a level editor. On PC, which I thought was quite quite good, mm. it um, it only sold twenty nine thousand copies by October two thousand and one. It was considered a failure. Uh, yeah. That's like nothing. Um, it never found a publisher for Jazz Jack Rabbit three D, and ultimately was never seen again. So it killed mm. itself off. Uh, the righteous indignation never made an appearance again. Mm. The um, the film. Of the year, I'm assuming you've already read what it is. Mm-hmm. The film of the year for 1998 was Deep Impact. Yeah. So, do you remember Deep Impact? Uh, I sort of do because there was uh, there was like it, it was that time in the 90s. There was a lot of films that were the same, you know, like Twister and Tornado mm. and Hurricane and yeah, yeah, and a, a volcano and whatever Dante's Peak and. There were a lot of them. Dante Speak was rubbish. Styling. I'm just going to go out. Dante yeah, yeah, Speak was rubbish. Was that the one with Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah. I think it was on. I was just about to say, did, oh, it, was that did Volcano? Pierce Brosnan in as well? Piers Brosnan, I think, was in a film called Volcano, but I think Dante's Peak was Tommy Lee Jones. I'm not going to look it up. Yeah. I'm just going to throw it. I think that might be yeah. right. I'm 50 50 on that one. We'll just go with that, yeah? Yeah. 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 I, I, I do remember uh, Deep Impacts, but. There's so many films that, that go along with it. I, I, I'm probably getting it confused with loads. Um, I, I, Armageddon. I keep when I'm thinking of it, I'm thinking of Armageddon at the same time as well. So right, a lot of a lot of them films. Right. So if you don't mind, I'm going to read through this bit of information I got for it. So mm-hmm. I'm quite pleased with this one. I actually read this out. So I'm quite pleased with this one popping up. <laughs> I actually watched it a few weeks back, and I have to say I quite I quite like it. At least I like the majority of it. Uh, it's a science fiction disaster movie. A young Frodo, um, sorry, uh, 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 Elijah Wood, um, plays Leo Biederman. Of course, this was 1998, so this was not long before Lord of the Rings. Mm. Um, he plays Leo Biederman and discovers something strange at what they call a star party. So they're out and they're looking at the sky, you know, looking at stuff. And they're all like budding uh, astronomers. And he sends a picture of this odd thing that he sees in the sky to a Dr. Marcus Wolfe who um, realise it's a comet, but um, on his way to, like, raise the alarm, I'm assuming they didn't have phones in those days, um, he he crashes and dies. So it, it actually it got delayed for a while anyway. So whereas they'd have, they, should have, they should have had more time. And it, I think it was eventually called the Wolf Biedemann uh, Comet. Um, <clears throat> it, uh, they tried to blow it up and whatnot, um, and the bit of the film is it's like there's 200,000 pre-selected Americans so obviously you'd have you'd have your politicians which clearly don't deserve to be there anyway but you'd have your mm. scientists your, your nurses your doctors you'd probably have engineers think of your ideal team that you'd have if you went to a new planet I'm assuming it's that kind of a crew that they'd have in order to get the country up and running again um, and then there was, there was 800,000 randomly selected it was like a lottery uh, and they also got saved. There's a bit of chaos, of course, when they're all trying to get mm. to their bunkers and whatever it is. But yeah, totally, totally good film. It came out the same summer 
as um, Armageddon. Deep, uh, yeah, so this is why it's so familiar. Deep Impact, how it was a higher opener. Um, but overall, Armageddon actually made more money at the cinema. Um, but I think they're both kind of equal in terms of uh, how much I enjoy them. Uh, Deep, Inca- Deep Impact and Armageddon, for me, are both pretty similar. I think people probably like Armageddon more, but I quite like... There's a lot of... There's, I, like, I like the personal story in in, uh, in Armageddon. Uh, sorry, in Deep Impact. Um, it stars uh, Robert Duvall, who you may or may not remember who he is. Tia Leone, who was, uh, of course, married to Mulder. Um, yeah. Elijah Wood. Morgan Freeman, of course, is in there because it's that sort of time. Also, yeah. other people that you might know. Um, Denise Crosby, does that name ring a bell? Uh, no. Tasha Yar from Star Trek. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Dougray Scott, who, who appeared in, he, he's all over the place. Mission Impossible, he came out of, and John Favreau was in it as well. Yeah. So all these like people, just these random people that you saw mm. scattered about the nineties. Uh, mm. Denise Crosby, not so much. Uh, more, I watched a lot of Star Trek in the nineties, so I sort of remember her from that. Yeah. And mm. it was on a eight. For some reason, I didn't put million, so it was an eighty dollar budget. Uh, and it made $350. Yes. I know, yes, $80, $80 million it cost yeah. to, to make, and it made three hundred and uh, nearly 350 at the box office. So, uh, And it got pretty good reviews, I think, pretty similar to Armageddon, actually. A lot of people criticised mm. it, but I enjoyed Deep Impact. So I watched it the other week, and I was like, I watched it all the way through, didn't fall asleep, which is unlike me. And uh, I genuinely, uh, genuinely enjoyed it. I think it's, it, I think it's a, a sort of like a timeless film. There's nothing about it which... Um, you watch and you kind of get bored with it's not I feel like every couple of years you can watch it and, and enjoy it hmm. and so that's that's the game and yeah. the film from 1998 I think I'll probably go a bit further back next year uh, next year no not next week oh <gasps> spoiler not next week but the week after we'll dig into uh, something yeah. and we'll see we'll see what happens so Last week, now we had to cut it out because mm-hmm. we had a big audio issue. We, we've been skipping about with audio at the moment as well, but um, you had a, an interesting mm. little little game to play, and we're going to repeat it today yep. to same magical mm-hmm. effect. I, I know you didn't. Yep. Did you? So you have to be surprised. I am. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The it's a game that we want to try and play with any guests we have on. Uh, so we'll ask them the same. So. For this, for the purposes of this, I will ask Lee. Lee already knows what I'm going to ask him. But he, I imagine no it's idea. all surprised. I have no idea. Yeah, he's got no idea what's going to happen because we did do it and then it didn't get recorded properly because it all messed up. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's called Greenlight, Rewrite, or Scrap. Okay. So we choose three films, normally films that you would like. So if you choose rubbish films, then it's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, three films you like. Luckily, I know you quite well, so I know the films you like. Um, so I've chosen those three films and to green light it, it means keep as is, that's perfect, you don't need to touch that, rewrite is it keeps it but you need to rewrite some part of it, you don't need to specify which part uh, you can do if you like but uh, it would it would essentially change what the film is I mean it could make it not as big or not as good as it were originally uh, and then scrap is you would that film would be erased from history. You would have never seen it, and it would be gone, gone into floating away into the ether. So we'll start off, and your three films are Enter the Dragon. We have Interstellar and uh, Alien. 
And I moaned at you last week as well because you know that these are three of my favourite films. Mm-hmm. I, I flip and flop between between them, depending on various uh, hmm. uh, various uh, reasons. But um, so one of these films I can keep now. You stipulated that the film would be gone forever, and I never would have seen it. And I moaned about that. I said I would, I would have preferred mm-hmm. it, and it would it would have made it still interesting if it would just vanish and you could never watch it again. I think that would be equally a good a good punishment. But you are it's your rules, and I'm going to abide by mm-hmm. them. The film which I have to greenlight, I literally have no choice, is Enter the Dragon because it influenced mm-hmm. me uh, getting into martial arts when I was a teenager, and of course meeting my father-in-law, and then uh, ultimately wife, and then children etc I don't have a choice on that one that has to uh, that has to be the green light so hmm. it, in a way it was an easy choice um, the other two on the other hand are a little bit different Instella uh, hit me hard when I first watched it the father uh, daughter relationship was very poignant very hmm. very very strong and, and it, it really spoke to me uh, on an emotional, on an emotional level, um, and you said when you watched it as well that you really enjoyed it, didn't you? That mm. I think you joked and said it was the best film you'd ever watched. <laughs> but um, it was. Well, I know you, you were serious in in regards yeah. to you did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the impact it gives you just it puts it up there, doesn't it? It's like this film is mm. is very good. And then the other film, of course, Alien, which means a lot to me in terms of uh, just the people that were it connects me to people in my past that aren't here anymore however I have to pick one to lose and one to rewrite and I was thinking Mm -hmm. about this the Alien film was essentially changed about and rewrote recently with the film called Underwater which Mm. I watched and I don't know if you ever watched it I remember probably I've watched it you have watched did you watch Underwater what did you think of it I hated it. I thought it was terrible. It definitely wasn't terrible. Why did you hate it? I, because it was boring. I didn't. I didn't like it. I fell asleep. I uh, coming from high praise and all, I was disappointed. I well, good. I think my high praise was influenced by the fact it reminded me so much of uh, of Alien. Mm. The fact it, it, it's it's similarity, mm. and I think the writer slash director had said that Alien, the Alien franchise, especially the, the original Alien film had influenced him so much in, in creating it, which I think is a bad, mm. a bad point in so many because it felt like a carbon copy. Um, yeah. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was great. It was a, it was a it was a it reminded me of the abyss in that underwater stuff going down. I don't know what's happening. I quite like the ending. That was something that was unexpected. Um, I like the way it played out. Um, I'm uh, what's the actress's name again? I'm so rubbish with names. What's her Kristen name? Kristen Stewart. Oh, no, Kirsten, Stewart. Is that? Kirsten Stewart, yeah. People give her a yeah. lot of hate. I thought she played the lead very well. I thought she suited it very well. Um, no issues with her in it whatsoever. I like the characters that were in it. Um, I like the sacrifice element in it, which I won't spoil. Um, I thought it was a good film. Is it a 10? No, it's not a 10. It's For me, it was like a, a 6 slash 7. Um, I've watched it twice and I actually watched it with my daughter we settled the projector in front of me and we watched it there and we enjoyed it again mm. she enjoyed watching it um, yeah solid solid. so that that for me was like a rewrite 
of Alien. And if I don't, if I think I hadn't hmm. seen Alien, Underwater would have been even better for me. But because I had seen and loved Alien, it kind of uh, it had less of it. It had less of an impact. So yeah. I have to lose either Alien or Interstellar. I'm thinking about it. Has Interstellar affected my life? The thing about Interstellar is it. I I don't know if there's a film that's been written like it before. I'm trying to think. Is there something similar? And I can't. I find feel like it. there is, but I can't think what it is. I can't mm. find it. I just can't. I mean, if I look at films like Interstellar, I think it does borrow <laughs> a lot of a lot of things from other space films because it's it's quite. It's quite difficult to write a space film without treading on other space films' tools. There's only so many storylines. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're talking about like essentially time travel, which is in the film, but not hmm. to the not a traditional sort of time travel. Um, I mean, looking at re- films that are similar hmm. to that's recommended on here, I don't think they've actually took any bother to actually read the um, or even watch Interstellar. They're recommending uh, Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. That's not like Interstellar. Oh yeah. Uh, totally like Interstellar, yeah. Um, yeah. It's the basically the same film, I feel. <laughs> yeah, it's Groot, <laughs> Groot as well. He's come across Groot. Yeah. Um, yeah. What do I have to get rid of? Um, I'm gonna have to say get rid of Interstellar because it doesn't mm. affect me. It doesn't I'm, I've, It's the one of the three which I'm not attached to deeply. Um, yeah. And then do something with Alien. Mm. I mean, there are parts of Alien which are a bit, you know, could be better. Mm. Um, it's not a perfect film. Definitely, some elements could be better. Like the, you know, when they brought uh, they brought him back with the alien attached to his face, but they let him into the ship and just things like that. Mm. It's like mm. they have they have these um, policies on ships. You know, if, if there's an infection, you know, you're supposed to be quarantined. You're supposed to keep them to one side. That's like, mm. we must all agree on this. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's no way it, it should have been overrided. It, it, yeah, there's there's bits of it which definitely could could have been could be changed. Um, mm. So yeah, get rid of ancillary right alien. And mm. admittedly, I've had, I, although I haven't thought about it over the last week, it's definitely something that I thought about more last week when you mentioned it the first time so uh, I think I'll have to ask you the same question I'll have to th- figure out some films for you I could probably definitely think of a few films that would uh, that would pick and even if I don't pick your three favourites it doesn't matter you still have to yeah. still have to think about them there's, there's probably mm-hmm. dozens of films you could have picked and I would have still had to have uh, still had to have uh, thought about them so uh, yeah well, uh, if you made it this far, uh, thanks a lot. Next week we've got something slightly different, but definitely something to listen to. If you like crap films and beer. Crap films? Yeah, crap films yeah. and beer. Uh, it'll be something that works well on YouTube because it will be edited in a more of a visual way. But there will be plenty of audio to listen to, so don't be afraid to tune in. Uh, we will be chatting away like usual. Um, more of a description on that. I will probably might post on the Facebook uh, group a little bit more of a description of what's happening. But if you just join into the, uh, the podcast slash video uh, next week, it will be a lot clearer. Um, so hopefully you'll come and join us next week. I've been Lee. And I've been Nathan. 
and thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.